0: Hi friend, welcome to Fan into Flame, where we can grow in the spirit of truth together. Fan into Flame's name originates from 2 Timothy 1.6. This is where Paul tells Timothy to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Hey everyone, welcome to the first episode of Fan Into Flame. I really want to just start with introducing myself and letting you know who you're listening to because by golly, today there are so many things that we listen to and we don't even know who is behind the screen. Um, So my name is Savannah Young and I'm currently 24 years old. I am an elementary school teacher and I love every aspect of my job. I know that it comes with its challenges and it comes with a lot of stress and anxiety, but I think that... At the end of the day, God has called me into this profession um, to really just make an impact for his kingdom. And that comes with a lot of hardship and a lot of stress that is added, being that I am currently a teacher in the midst of 2022 and the aftermath effects of our experiences with COVID 19. Um, I started my career as a teacher um, immediately following when the pandemic started. So I have never experienced what you would call a quote unquote normal school year, Um, but I genuinely love every aspect of my job and the coworkers I work with and just being able to really interact with uh, people on a daily basis that come from different backgrounds and from different scenarios um, and walks of life and I find that so encouraging that in the midst of chaos we can just come together for the sake of children Um, I'm very passionate about education and I'm currently um, furthering my own personal education at Coastal Carolina University Um, and I am getting a master's in instructional technology, so we shall see how this podcast goes. Um, I'm learning a lot, actually, how to conduct, um, instructional things via technology like this podcast, so, um, bear with me as I kind of figure out the ropes with this, um, and see where this goes, and, um, just kind of really get a feel for if this is something God is calling me into, um. So I'm really excited that you are here and that you have really just marked some time out of your day to listen in. Um, I definitely am excited to see where this goes and just to grow spiritually with you guys. Um, I feel like that is my biggest takeaway I hope for everyone in this is that we can just grow in the spirit of truth together. Um, We can learn more about God and just converse with one another um, and just really just grow in our relationships with jesus Um, and if you do not know jesus as your personal savior you are still welcome you are still welcome to listen and to um, tap into conversations and dialogue and i just thank you so much for tuning in and i'm excited to see where this goes So today we're going to be talking about the book of Ruth and Ruth and Naomi's story specifically. The book of Ruth is very compact and has a beautiful storyline that God paints of redemption and loyalty. Um, And I just want to preface by sharing with you a little bit of background information about who is Ruth and what time period her story is placed in. Um, The story of Ruth actually takes place before having kings, um, and it's pretty special because Ruth ends up becoming the great-grandmother of King David, um, and she has a very, special place in the genealogy of Jesus Christ. Um, So it's pretty interesting and pretty cool just how so detail-oriented that God is. That um, Ruth, being a Moabite woman, she is not an Israelite. um, She is not of the chosen people. And so it really just paints a beautiful picture that God has no impartiality. God is a God of love and of kindness and he really uses ruth a moab woman um, to show a beautiful story of redemption so the month of may is actually mental health awareness month and i really find that god paints a beautiful picture of how we as women can walk alongside um, other women who are struggling, um, you can see essentially in the storyline with Naomi losing her family that Ruth is a woman of true loyalty who ends up clinging to Naomi's side. Um, at the you know starting point of Naomi losing her family, it says that Naomi and the two Moabite women return to the land of Judah. Um, Naomi ends up telling the two daughter-in-laws to go return each of you to your mother's house. May the Lord deal kindly with you as you have dealt with the dead and with me. So Naomi is telling these two women to return to their mother's home and start fresh with your life. Um, she's not going to be able to provide for them in the way that a husband would. Um, and she just prays and and really shows that she really wants the Lord to deal kindly with them because they have um, really just remained faithful to her in that moment of helping her with, you know, probably the burial things and just dealing with the death of her two sons and her husband. Um, And essentially, you know, they're leaving their home to go back with her at this point. Um, So the women actually respond in a way that I don't think Naomi was expecting. Um, You know, the women tell um, Naomi that no, we will return with you to your people. Has gone out against me. Then they lifted up their voices and wept again. And Orpah kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clung to her. So throughout this whole, this period, this moment that they're walking through, you see that Naomi starts to really demonstrate a response of bitterness. Um, The bitterness you can just tell through her response to them, but also just the pain that Naomi is feeling is just so just. All up in her emotions, all up in her feels, all up, all up in her face. Just everything that she ex- is experiencing is just so harsh right now. You know, leaving her family, um, or excuse me, leaving you know her home because of a famine, going to a place that she had never been before, experiencing this whole walk of life with these two Moabite women, and losing her husband, losing her children. And you can tell that she is just really trying to share with these women that, hey, I have nothing for you. I am no good right now. I have no husband. I have no way to, you know, give you another husband. I have no children to do that. Um, You know, Naomi, how she responds here just is assuming that, you know, if she were to have children, she would be able to provide um, Orpa and Ruth with another husband, but we can see that this is not realistic. This does not solve the problem initially because it would take time for those, um, one, just to know if it was a male or female, but... Even so, just the time to raise the sons and have them prepared for marriage. So it's not a realistic solution here. um, But we see that Naomi's true response becomes full of bitterness. Um, You know, we see that Naomi essentially explains that she feels that God has dealt with her in anger, that she has done something that has made God do this to her, has made God, you know, put her through this situation. And it really makes me think about myself in this situation. How many times I tend to immediately say, God, why have you done this to me? God, why have you placed me here? God, why are you making me walk through this? When essentially, you know, it's not of God's doing. It's not that God is angry at me in this time. Um, You know, life is full of hardships and we're seeing that come to play right here for Naomi and for these two women. Um, But I like I said with the mental health awareness month, I want us to kind of see this as Naomi is a woman who is walking through an extremely hard time in her life. And we are watching and seeing how she is breaking down in pain. We can see it in her response. We can see it, you know, how she tells these women like, you know, I am nothing at this point. I have nothing for you to provide for you. Um, And she's really just going through it. Um, But I want us to really hit on... Ruth's response to Naomi we see that Orpah ends up returning you know back to her own previous family um, and moving on with her life but we see the verse that talks about how Ruth clings to Naomi this is such a beautiful picture of loyalty and devotion because we see that it has a parallel to um the story in Genesis where God is creating um God is once once God has created Adam and then is now creating Eve that a man should go and leave his family and hold fast to his wife. So in the same way we're seeing Ruth is like no ma'am, I am going to cling to you and I am going to go with you. I'm not going to leave you alone. Um and I see that like through this we could see this beautiful picture of how Ruth just shows true friendship and shows true loyalty to the women around her. You know, she sees Naomi as a beautiful mother figure to her. She has spent 10 years of her life with Naomi. And it's it's easy for us to be like, yeah, Naomi is giving you a perfect out. Like, she's like, hey, go. Start fresh. Do what you got to do. Move on. Um, you, You know you're not even of the same religion as me like you're a Moabite woman. I'm an Israelite. I'm going back to my previous home and you know you don't even have to come with me. You don't even have to do what I'm doing. Just leave and go start fresh. But we see that Ruth says no. Ruth clings to Naomi, Um, and it's such a beautiful picture, because she is just wanting to stay and follow Naomi, and walk through life with Naomi, she doesn't want to leave Naomi knowing what Naomi is experiencing, what she's feeling, and I find that a lot of times, us as women, we tend to see everything as a competition, and everything as, you know, this woman has more than me, this woman... um, has exactly what I want or I'll never be able to be like her or look like her or have what she has. And this just truly shows how we should respond as women when we see other women going through hardship. It's so easy to say, you know, and put the light back on us and say, well, I'm walking through something tougher. I'm doing this, you know. I have this going on in my life. Like, she needs to kind of snap out of it and, you know, see that, you know, she doesn't have it that bad. But honestly, everybody, if you think about the mind, the mind is such a tough thing to rattle with. Um, Naomi is walking through such a hardship Something that she feels so down and about with that, you know, she's even displaying sinfulness in her heart of this bitterness towards God and blaming God and and feeling like God is angry at her. And instead of walking away and saying, you know, yep, all right, we're going to leave Naomi to figure out her life and to figure out what's going on for her. Ruth says, no, I'm going to cling to Naomi. I am going to walk with her through this entire hardship that she is walking through, this season of life. How beautiful that is. I want us to also notice truly how God moves in this story. Just here at the very beginning, how God moves in Ruth's life and Ruth's heart. It says that, you know, Orpa goes back to her people and to her gods. Um, so you can obviously tell that Orpah is not of the same faith that Naomi is. And so it kind of makes it easy for Orpah to say, yep, peace out. I'm going back to where I was, my gods, my lifestyle. But Ruth goes, Ruth has this heart change You know, Ruth said right here in verse 16, it says, But Ruth said, Do not urge me to leave you or to return from following you. For where you go, I will go. And where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die. And there will I be buried. May the Lord do so to me and more also, if anything, but death parts me from you. And when Naomi saw that she was determined to go with her, she said no more. This is just so beautiful. It's so beautiful that Ruth right there has a beautiful heart change towards God. Ruth declares and proclaims that she serves the same God as Naomi. How beautiful that is as an example as a woman right now in 2022 that we can look at other women of the same faith as us and not see it as a competition or to see as, you know, I have it better than you and you have it worse and whatnot and kind of bicker about those those mundane things. How beautiful it is that Ruth shows that, hey, I serve the same God as you. I am here for you. I will lodge with you. I will go with you. I will walk through life with you. I will be dependable for you and I will not leave you. And I think at this moment, Naomi truly needed to hear that. As much as Naomi was, you know, pressuring uh, Ruth to leave and to go and to start fresh and, and have all these great things and go prosper and get a new husband and move on and return to your old ways and return to your lifestyle, Ruth says, no. Ruth says, I serve the same God as you, Naomi. I am proclaiming that I, I am in the same boat as you. I believe the same as you. I serve the same God as you. And where you go, where God leads you, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to walk beside you. I'm going to be there for you. You know, I I will die when you die. I I will be buried where you are buried. So, I want us to really just think about how we can apply this to our life, how we can imitate the same mindset and heart posture as Ruth. Ruth is displaying something that I feel like we struggle with as women, that we struggle to see it as an opportunity mindset, that we can walk alongside other women during their hardships. We don't have to leave them and feel like it's a competition. We can genuinely Go with these women. Go with our friends. Go with the women around us and make sure that, you know, they get to where they're supposed to be. Um, It's not a competition. It's not something that we have to fight with. It's something that we get to do. We get to walk alongside other women. Ruth just really understood that her decision would mean accepting Naomi's God. Um, You know, we see that with Orpah, she returns to her God's little G-Gods. But Ruth is saying and proclaiming, you know, I serve the same God as you. I accept your God. I want to go with you and don't tell me to leave. Don't tell me depart from you. And I love at the very end, you know, in verse 18, Naomi saw how determined Ruth was, how determined Ruth was to walk alongside her. And as much as Naomi tried to push her away and we as women, we try to push other women away. You know, we see genuine women come in our lives and try to help us. And that may be a mother figure or a friend figure or whatever it is. We see other women and that competition mindset always plays in our mind and you know we feel like we can't trust other women because of that competition but that is our heart problem that's where the problem lies is that we have to be able to trust other women to walk alongside us and to help us through our hardships and Ruth really shows that determination Um, but also we see right there at the end that Naomi accepts that Naomi finally says okay I'm not going to push away Ruth any longer I'm going to accept that Ruth wants to stay by my side. So there's really just this beautiful picture of loyalty that Ruth is not willing to, you know, get rid of the friendship that she's built with Naomi all these 10 years. She wants to walk alongside Naomi. So I just really want to stir in your heart um, today just to really think about the women in your life. Maybe that's your mother. Maybe that's your sister. Maybe that's a cousin, a friend, a colleague, um, someone that you just met. Um, How can we be serving one another? How can we be loving on one another well? How can we do that with a heart of service for other people? Um, There's so much hurt and pain in our world. And I find that it's easy for us to feel like we have to compete with one another and to outdo one another. But I just pray this week that you would genuinely seek out the women in your life. And try to foster a relationship with them and to check in on them. There's such a fight with mental illness in our world today. Um, and especially in our younger women um, and, and in our widows and in our people who are older. And I just, I pray that you will seek them out and that you will check in on them and, then, and just tell them that, hey, I'm here for you and show that. You know, we need that acts of service in our lives. We need to see people not just say, I'm here for you, but actually demonstrate that with actions. Um, and I just find that this is such a great story of Naomi and Ruth. Just this little snippet at the very beginning of Ruth chapter 1. Just how Ruth is so determined to walk alongside Naomi at any cost. Um, and I just I want to close this in prayer and just to leave you with um, just some... Just some words of encouragement. Um, so let us pray, dear Lord. I just thank you so much for the person who is listening to this podcast. God, I just thank you for their heart, and that you tug their heart to listen today. God, um, I just pray that you would just just sit and rest on their heart, God, and just help them to understand that life is not a competition. We don't have to outdo one another. We don't have to feel like we have to display this perfect attitude, perfect posture, perfect life to the women around us. We are all in the same boat. We are all just walking through life, trying to survive and trying to do our best, Lord. And Especially as Christian women, Lord, we're just trying to love you, God, and to serve you. And I pray that we would be more like Ruth today, that we would just accept you lord first of all accept you as our god and accept you but also to just walk alongside other women in our life who really need encouragement today who really need to see someone step out of their way and actively seek them and love them lord words are so fleeting sometimes we feel like they just get said and then they never get followed through with actions Lord but you are a God not only of powerful words but you follow up with powerful actions that are true to today God I just pray that you would teach us to be more like you and to mold us into the image of you God and I just pray that you would help us to do all these things in your name amen